hello my friends welcome back to hold up let me explain it's me your girl nicole and i am officially back from montego bay jamaica yes that is where i have been the last five days under the jamaican sun amongst the mountains the blue waters the great hospitality and all of the beef patties i think i've overwhelmed myself throughout my entire trip with but it took me a while to get here. Guys, let me tell you the drama I went through when planning my birthday. So every year for my birthday, I always try to do something special. I love traveling. I'm pretty sure you got the gist of it by now. And at least for my birthday, I like to do it big. There have been years where I wasn't able to, obviously for financial reasons. But luckily, I've been at a very good place in my life where I've been able to you know, take myself out of the country, experience something new, go to do, you know, go to different cities, what have you. So this time around, I was very excited to plan my birthday because this time I was like, I want to go back to Europe. I can't tell you how many times I've attempted to plan to go out to the other side of the world. And it was frustrating because right before the pandemic, I had surprised my mom tickets to Spain. And from there, we snowballed into this plan to kind of do not a backpack trip to Europe, but to at least hit four different countries while we were out there. I had purchased the tickets. We were booking the Airbnbs. And as the months passed and as we were booking everything and reserving things, the pandemic hit, everything shut down, never got my money back. Through Airbnb, I was able to, but everything else was a lost cause. And it was devastating for me. And the moment that things started to reopen again, you know, the borders getting lifted for Americans to travel was exciting because this time I was like, oh, my God, I want to go out there. No excuses. So me and my boyfriend were talking and we're like, why don't we just go to Greece? We wanted to do Greece as soon as the borders had opened. But we figured let's give it some time. And we felt like this was the perfect time. Well, unfortunately, Greece is popping when the clubs are open. Don't get me wrong, I don't need to go to the clubs in Greece, but I figure if I'm going to be out there, I want to experience all of it. I want to go to Santorini, I want to go to Mykonos, I want to go to the clubs, I want to go to the beach clubs, the beach bars, you know, where where it's lit, where it's popping. And because those areas like those clubs and restaurants and bars are only open season, like through the season or they're seasonal, I just didn't feel like it would be worth going around my birthday, especially since the temperature would start to drop in those areas. So we decided to scratch that off the list and consider someplace else. So we decided to do Amsterdam and Paris, and I've never been to Amsterdam before. Paris, I have been, but this time it just felt so exciting because I'm like, this is great. Amsterdam is going to give us that fall feeling. There's tons of museums, tons of coffee shops and bars, which is my my scene. And then of course, Paris, like it's so romantic. I would love to go back. The last time I went, I only went for about a day and I got lost. I'm not saying it was a terrible experience, but it wasn't the experience I was hoping for. So it kind of felt like this time I would be able to have a redo. My friends, everything was booked, reserved to the day, to the hour. And literally to the next minute, to the hour of the time of purchase, it was updated on the embassy website and literally all over the news that unvaccinated Americans were not allowed to go to Europe. 
and that the borders were shut down to those who were not vaccinated. And I don't want this episode to turn political, but guys, I am not vaccinated. And that sucks because it was something that I've been thinking about doing. I haven't really made a decision on. And when this was enforced, it was like, great. Uh, We're not going. We're not going. Because let's say if I were to even entertain the idea of getting vaccinated, it would cross over to the time of departure because it's like you have to get the first dose, wait two weeks, get the second dose. You may have symptoms, but at that point you can't travel for another two weeks. And with the time frame that we were booking the trip versus to when we were going to plan to leave would have crossed over. So it would have not worked out. So we had to cancel everything. Luckily we were able to get a refund on the, on the, um, on the flight, but unfortunately not on the hotels. So we lost money. And I got to a place on my, you know, planning my birthday where I was like, I don't want to do shit. I don't want to go nowhere. Fuck this. I'd rather just stay home, watch Big Bang Theory, order in some Thai food, and just like turn 29 in my own peace and comfort. Because at this point, it just felt like a lot. Like, am I not meant to go anywhere? Like, it just felt very, very emotional for me. But, you know, my boyfriend was like, no, don't think that way. I know it's frustrating, but you're just going to have to work past it because, you know, this is your birthday. You always want to do something special for your birthday. Let's just let's just plan something. What's the alternative? Where can we go to? And it's funny because we originally were planning to go to Napa Valley and San Francisco because I've always wanted to do that. Those two cities. Uh, But California has enforced that if you want to dine indoors at any restaurants or bars or go anywhere indoors, you would have to show proof of a vaccination card. I live in Florida. Those things are not enforced. Um, So obviously, which is why I haven't felt rushed to get vaccinated. But there are other states outside that are clearly, you know, they're they're getting the ball rolling on this. So it's just one of those things where I started to really feel limited. And then finally, I was like, you know what, let me see what island, what country I can visit to that I haven't been to that I'm open to going to. And that's when Jamaica kind of fell on my lap. And it just seemed like this was going to be the alternative. Now, I don't want to make it seem like choosing Jamaica was like, the bottom of the barrel pick. That's absolutely not, (laughs) that is not the vibe. I've always wanted to go to Jamaica. I've always been obsessed with the resorts out there. I've always heard great things about the hospitality, Duns Rivers, Ochos Rios, like Negril, Montego Bay, all of it, all of it, all of it. I mean, people go out there for their honeymoon, for their wedding. Like it's a beautiful island to visit. So it worked out perfectly when I made the phone call, did the research and learned that Americans that wanted to travel there, or I guess anyone really, were not required to show proof of a vaccination because either way you would still have to get COVID tested before the trip and before leaving the trip to enter back into the U.S. So it just worked out perfectly. What's funny when planning the trip was that I book a lot of my hotel and flights through Expedia. There's a lot of mixed opinions about it. Some people stand by it. Some people don't. They think it's too tricky or too risky because, but honestly, guys, I've never had any bad experience with Expedia. That's my go-to. I've accumulated points. Granted, they don't do much for me, even after all the money I've spent on all these damn hotels and flights that I've booked through the platform. 
other than that, it doesn't matter. I always get the best deals through Expedia, so I trust it. And I found this great deal. It was an all-inclusive adult-only luxury resort in Montego Bay. And the resort just looked beautiful. There were nine different restaurants on property. They had a pool bar, water activities, a spa, all these great amenities. And the rooms were just so beautiful. And I remember when I was first looking at the different rooms that they had offered, something for me that me and my boyfriend always agree on when it comes to booking trips is that as long as the place we are choosing to sleep at is safe, has AC and a shower, you know, we we're good. You know what I mean? Like we don't ever feel the need to go above and beyond to stay at the top notch resort. I mean, we're not going to stay at no Motel 8 don't get it twisted or Motel 6. But we, you know, we always try to choose um, something decent. But because this was my birthday, and this was something that I have always wanted to do, I was like, look, babe, I really want to book something really nice, something bougie. Like, I, I'm not saying I want to go all out. But like, I feel that we deserve to stay somewhere nice and upscale. So when I found this deal of the day on Expedia, it was like, Typically, the nights, um, the room rates are about like 600 a night, and they had it slashed at like 80%, six rooms left, that's exactly what the site said, for like 200 a night. Um, now, with Expedia, they kind of just give you like a total number, and then they're like, okay, this is what it includes, and it'll be like your flight, and then your room, um, but I was able to kind of break down the numbers. And so this resort had it for like $200 a night. I know for a lot of people, that's a lot of money. But when you think about all inclusive, so that means unlimited alcohol, unlimited food, all the amenities that are at your disposal at this resort, plus with this beautiful room that we were getting, obviously it felt worth it. I mean, if you break down how much money you spent on alcohol already, I mean, I can easily spend $200 in one day on just food and alcohol when I go out here in Orlando. So you mean to tell me I get that plus I'm staying at a luxury resort with all of these amenities? Like obviously it feels like a really good deal. So we booked it and everything was set. Now I did choose to get a small upgrade for like $20 a day extra uh, to have um, the ocean view. That's what I chose, right? So I'm thinking, oh great, get to wake up, get to see the sunrise, it's lit. That's all I knew that I was booking. I had planned out everything, told my man. I was like, hey, babe, let me get the credit card. I got it. This is what we're doing. This is what I like. This is what we're this is what we're going. Right. So he was like, hi, babe, here you go. Just handle it. All right, cool. Honey, (laughs) little did I know, little did I know I was booking like top tier reservation let me explain we get to the we we get to montego bay we get picked up from our driver and the guy's like oh so you're staying at the secret saint james resort it's a beautiful resort blah 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 oh yeah yeah yeah. mind you there's tons of beautiful resorts okay in jamaica like i'm not trying to put it out here like like i'm staying at some kind of ritz carlton like i mean yes yes by standard beautiful resort obviously luxury, obviously top notch, but so were other resorts on the island. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like for, like for me, I took him saying that as like, oh, he probably just says that for anyone that's coming in from anywhere, you know? 
but whatever. He drives us over to the resort and he asks us, oh, okay, so are you preferred club? Now, to me, preferred club obviously means like your VIP, you know, your, you know, yeah, like you're just like your VIP, like you, like you're paid extra to be taken care of. But because I made the reservation, nowhere in my reservation did it say that I was preferred club. So I automatically say no. I'm like, no, 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 we're not preferred club. I mean, we have a really nice room and it's an all-inclusive resort, but I'm pretty sure you could just drop us off at the main lobby. Because when I hear preferred club, I'm thinking presidential suite, perhaps maybe honeymoon for those couples that paid, you know, like the $500 a night type of garden suite, you know, like those, like, you know, like the very like upgraded rooms. For me, I thought I just upgraded my reservation because the $20 a day that I reserved was like, uh, you get like a $200 resort credit. You get, um, I forgot what else you get. I don't know. Like you just got something else. Like I don't even fucking remember. That was like a week ago. Not even like three weeks ago, really, because when I booked a reservation, it was like two weeks before the, the trip itself after going through all that shit we went through in the beginning. So when he, t and then it's funny because our, our, you know, my boyfriend, he's just like, but what's preferred club? Like, what is that? What does that mean? And the driver was just like, oh, you know, it just means that like, you're just staying at like, I guess like the nicer part of the resort. So we're just like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Like we ain't got money for that. Like, you know, this is what we booked and this is what we got and da, 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 da. So he drops us off at the lobby. There's like these two guys that like take our suitcases and set us down and introduce like, you know, welcomes us. And he's like, OK, like, what's your name? And in my head, I'm just like, no, no, we're just going to go to the lobby. Like, we're, we're just going to go up to concierge. But the guy was like, no, no, no. Like, let me let me check you in first, like through the clipboard. So I'm like, OK. So we say my man's last name because the reservation was under his name. And the guy was just like, oh, OK, perfect. Follow me. Takes our suitcases and starts walking the opposite direction of the lobby. So I'm just like, okay, like <laughs> what's happening here? Like, why are we not checking in in the lobby? Like, why are we going the opposite way? So, you know, my man's looking at me like, what's going on? And I'm just like, I don't know. So in my head for a moment, because we had a driver, I wasn't sure if they already checked this in and they were just going to take us to our room, which would have been fine too, because like, you know, whatever, like I just got off of a plane. I'm ready to put on my bathing suit and go to the pool bar and start drinking, you know, but we start walking and, you know, the guy's making small talk and I'm just like, oh, are you taking us to our room now? And he's like, no, 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 you're going to check in first. And I'm like, oh, but I thought the lobby's over there. He's like, no, your preferred club. I'm taking you to the preferred club check-in. So I'm like, hold up. I I booked preferred club. He's like, yeah, man, you pref you 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 did preferred club. How did you like how do you how do you not know that? And I'm like, well, I mean, when I made the reservation, I mean I did upgrade my room, but I I didn't realize what I was upgrading. It just said like a 200 credit resort. And, you know, it's one of those situations where obviously for some people, they would have just been like, Nicole, shut the fuck up. Just go along with it. But at the end of the day, like this shit's on my man's card. You know, like I talk a lot of shit, but, you know, I'm not trying to get overcharged for something I technically didn't pay for. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, who the fuck's paying for this? Not them, you know? So we, he takes us to the preferred club. We check in. They welcome us by name like as if they already knew we were coming and they were like leave your stuff here go grab a drink 
wait over here before, you know, we check you in. Like you're in Jamaica now. Welcome home. So we're just like, oh my God, what the fuck? So we walk in into this like private area with concierge with like flowers everywhere. They kind of like walk us into like this private area where there's like a bar, some food to grab, like if we are hungry. And there was, we had like a personal bartender and they're like, well, because your preferred club and it's an all-inclusive resort, your options of liquor are all top shelf. Honey, they had Glen Levitt, Jameson, Patron, Casamigos. They had Grey Goose. They had Belvedere. They had, what else they had? They had Captain Morgan. Well, Captain Morgan's not really top shelf, but it wasn't like, listen, if you've been to like an all-inclusive resort, sometimes you'll get like house liquor, maybe like house liquor that's like authentic or not authentic but like from the house country so for example like when I went to Aruba in the all-inclusive resort that I was at the liquor that they had provided that was part of the all-inclusive package like it was like liquor that was from Aruba you know like if I were to go to a bar it's like what do you want it's either you want you know rum and coke vodka soda you know rum and pineapple or you know, whatever kind of, oh, let me get a Bahama Mama. Like they're going to use the liquors that are from that country because that's what they have provided. So to just have like all of these liquors at my disposal for the rest of my vacation. And also that was one thing they also mentioned. They were like, this is only for the preferred club. Everyone else in the resort that's not preferred club gets the vodka, like gets the liquors that are like whatever like like for like in the pool bar you wouldn't find a bottle of Glenlivet or you wouldn't find a bottle of Jameson or you wouldn't find a bottle of Patron in the pool bar it would be like the house liquors that were home to I guess the country preferred club which was in these private bars were only accessible for the preferred club members and like Arnoldo was just like like my boyfriend he was just like looking at me like did you know what you were booking and I'm like I guess not, because I didn't know that we were going to get this kind of treatment. We check in. Everything's great. We go to our room. Mm. The room, honey, the room. The room was beautiful. Oh, my God. We had our own, like, big bathtub. Honey, I took bubble baths every single day. We had a his and her sink. We had a nice rain shower, which... Listen, when I'm on vacation, I don't really like wetting my hair because to dry my hair and to do my hair takes up so much time. And sometimes when you're on vacation, you just want to be on go. But I like pretended I was like in a fucking music video half the time that I was in that shower. And their bed was like king size, our own little like sofa area. We had our own balcony or patio really because we were on the first floor didn't get the ocean view but it was the garden view which just made it accessible to the pool bar to the beach like we could literally like walk out of our patio straight straight to the pool straight to the to the beach if we wanted to we had our own little like jacuzzi bathtub outside which of course I took full advantage of which was amazing and we had our own like robes beach bag with beach towels like whole mini bar stocked up every single day it was just amazing 
amazing, amazing, amazing. And I think that that first initial shock of checking in and just seeing the room and just realizing like, oh my God, like I am staying in a luxury resort in a luxury suite, like amazing. And from then on, it just felt spectacular. Like first night, it, uh, there was like an all white party. So me and my boyfriend, we dressed all in white. We were just so excited to be there when we had first uh, got comfortable with our bathing suits. We like took pictures around the resort, went inside the pool for a little bit, went back to the room, got ready for dinner. Um, we ended up having some Jamaican jerk chicken, some like rice and mac and cheese. Like it was just a buffet. So we just kind of like grubbed. And then we like went to the all white party. We were able to get access to the resort that was next door to the someone that we were staying at. And they had like a fire show and a dance floor and we just danced and it was amazing. Woke up the next day, a little bit, not a hangover, but I was like, oof, the drinks are catching up quick. 29 is not 21. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, but we, Woke up, took a fabulous picture of me popping a bottle of champagne on my birthday, and it was awesome. We, like, went to the pool bar. There was, like, a pool party um, in the next resort over at the rooftop bar, so we just, like, danced in the pool, took shots. It was awesome. Um, everything was great, yo. Like, my birthday was amazing. My boyfriend was a, like, he ended up like teaming up with one of the guys that work on the property and they like decorated their room with like rose petals and a bubble bath already ready for me to dip, like to dip into. They have made me a customized birthday card with a bottle of champagne and flowers. So romantic. I think it's the most romantic thing my man's ever done for me. More or less. I mean, he does other things that I find romantic that may not be romantic by standard. Uh, but this by standard was the most romantic thing he's ever done. So, which was really nice. Can't really give him too much credit. Cause I know the people that worked on, you know, work that works in the resort is the one that put in the majority of the work, but obviously he was the one who gave the green light. So obviously I got to give him some credit for it, but it was amazing. Took a bath, ended up having a private dinner for two at the gazebo. We watched the sunset. By the way, I have all of these clips on my Instagram story on, under my highlights. So if you want to go ahead and check that out, please do. And oh, honey, it was just so beautiful, so romantic. I was a little lit by eight o'clock. I was so full from all the food, tired from the sun <laughs> that I ended up going back to the room early took a nap for like two hours, woke up at 10, ended up ordering room service, watched friends all night. But honey, that was my birthday and it was amazing. But here's where it gets tricky. Here's where the drama really starts. The next day, okay, the next day we had an excursion. We were going to do horseback riding. Um, We were going to do horseback riding like on a mountain that was going to lead us to the beach. So it was going to be like horseback riding on the beach. And then we were going to do ATV. We had to wake up early. Uh, it was going to be about a two hour bus ride to the mountains where the, um, the excursions took place. And that's where everything was going to be at. So when I woke up the next morning ready for, you know, the excursion, I realized that I didn't sleep at all well because the thing is when I drink I overheat at night and just my body does weird things at night when I drink a lot so waking up not only did I feel exhausted still I still felt a little hungover 
but I knew that I ate, so I was okay. You know, we got dressed, had breakfast, had my coffee, drank some orange juice. Like, I tried to kind of get my body going because I was excited for the excursion. Got on the bus, but I still had, like, fog brain, and I didn't feel, like, entirely at 100%. And I could tell my boyfriend was getting a little frustrated with me because he's like, you know, babe, like, are you okay? Like, what's up? Like, come on. Like, you know, we're about to go horseback riding and go ATVing. Like, where's your excitement? And I'm like, babe, you got to give me a second. Like, I don't I don't feel that well. Like, it wasn't that I didn't feel well. It's just, you know, like, I'm still kind of hungover and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my body back on track. And I couldn't really sleep on the bus because this fucker kept keeping me up. He kept, like, talking to me and shit. And, you know, obviously, like, my man's excited. So I'm just trying to be there for him, too. But, like, yo, I was so freaking tired. I was tired. I wasn't at 100%. But whatever. We did, like, a little stop midway to the excursion and I ended up drinking a fucking Red Bull used the bathroom but didn't still feel like myself the point is this entire time I didn't drink that much water which I know was something that seems like common sense is what and it's what I should have done but in my head I just kept you know I kept telling myself like you need to wake up you need to you need to get motivated you need to get excited you need to get the body going so we finally get to the uh to the location that we needed to be at to start the um excursion get on the jeep that's going to take us higher up in the mountain to where the horses were they were taking us to the ranch and at this point i'm okay right i'm just i'm just trying to relax i'm just like here whatever and they start going through the rules about the horseback ridings what to do what not to do how to be safe you know are you pregnant do you have any serious diseases like are you sick like whatever so everything's in the clear. Because I was in the front of the line, they put the helmet over my head first. And they told me to wait by the tree until they pretty much handled everyone else. Okay, fine. So I'm just standing there. I'm like swinging myself back and forth. I'm getting kind of hot. But for me, I'm just like, I just can't wait to sit down. I just need to sit down. That's all I kept saying in my head. I just need to sit down. They lead us to the horse. I go up on this little ladder or this little step stool, get on the horse they take me to the horse under a tree, like in the front of the line, but they're still boarding everyone else on the horses. So I'm like, okay, Nicole, you're fine. Just keep breathing. Like you're good. You're sitting down now. Just relax. Like in a minute, we'll be moving and you'll start to feel the wind in your face. But then all of a sudden I start to get the cold sweats, like the clamminess. And now I'm starting to feel really sick, like, like almost like heat exhaustion. And I'm like, okay, hold up. <laughs> What's going on? So I start breathing, but now I'm not really feeling good. And my boyfriend's next to me and his horse. And I see the tour guide in the front of the line, just kind of keeping an eye on everyone else boarding their horses. And I look at the guy and I'm like, do you have water? Do you have water? And the guy looks at me and he's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then my boyfriend looks at me and he's like, babe, are you okay? Are you good? And I was like, no. I'm not okay. I, I don't feel good. And then I look at him and I look at the guy and now I start to feel a little dizzy. And I'm like, I need to get off the horse. I need to get off the horse. And the guy is like, okay. And so he takes the horse and as he's turning the horse, I start to see spots, like splotches, like white spots in my vision. Like my vision starts to feel like everything's getting really bright. 
and spotty and I can't really see shit. And all of a sudden, my hearing on my left ear goes out. So I can't really see and I start to get deaf in one ear. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? I know that we arrived to the step stool and I can't really see. So I put my hand out like looking for someone and he catches my hand and I start getting off the horse onto the step stool, but I could barely keep my balance. So now the guy's like catching me at the same time. So he takes me down the step stool and we start walking towards like this tree where there's a table. And I sit down and I'm like, I need water. I need water. I need water. I need water. And so a bunch of people start coming up to me and they're just like, are you okay? Sit down. Don't worry. Just keep breathing. Keep breathing. He gives me water. I start to shake. I'm starting to shake now. And all of a sudden, guys, all of a sudden, my hands start to tingle. Like it feels like they're vibrating. Like not like pins and needles, but like they're vibrating. Like, you know how like when you fall asleep on your arm, and like right before you start feeling the pins and needles, you start to feel like that vibrating sensation, like you know what's coming. That's what my hands started to feel like, but it was the both of them. And then all of a sudden, my hands start to kind of close on one side. So all of my fingers start to kind of like stack up on top of each other all to my pinky. So and they start to curl by themselves. Like, yeah, like my hands were curling by themselves and I couldn't open my hands. So I'm feeling this vibrating sensation on both hands and they start to close and I can't open them. And now I'm like, I can't open my hands. I can't open my hands. And I'm pulling out my arms out to show the people I can't open my hands. So the guy's like, okay, just try to open them up. So every time I try to open them up, they start to curl back in. Guys, my anxiety is going up right now because of, I'm like, re, like I'm like reliving the moment and I'm just remembering like how intense it was for me and how stressful it was. Guys, like I'm starting to sweat. Like, yo, I was so scared. I, I almost started crying. They started screaming for my boyfriend to come, you know, off the horse to come find me, to come get me you know, to come help me. He like arrives and he's like, yo, what, like what's going on? And I'm like, I can't, like, I can't open my hands. I can't open my hands. Like I can't, you know? And like, I'm like holding the cup of water with like my index finger and my thumbs. Like, I'm just like holding them with my index finger, and my thumbs, like trying to drink water. My, like my boyfriend had to drink, like had to feed me the water. Like he had to put the water to my lips so that I could drink because I couldn't even hold my own hands. And, um, they just kept telling me to breathe and to try to open up my hands. And little by little, it started to get a little better. I started to feel the same sensation on my left foot. But at that point, I just kept telling myself, like, just relax, keep breathing. It'll be fine. Keep breathing. It'll be fine. And luckily, I guess at that point, I started to cool down enough where I was able to move my hands again. They put me back on the bus and they took me straight to EMT. They took my vitals. I was in a AC room and the guy was like taking my vital you know he just took my oxygen levels blood pressure temperature everything came back perfect and normal and you know it kind of was a little frustrating because it's like the guy's like oh you know I mean do you have high blood pressure do you have any like are you diabetic are you do you have any like health conditions that you know like that you didn't mention before and I'm like no like I mean 
I have this thing going on in my brain, but I'm on medication for it. Like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think that that had anything to do with this. You know, obviously, like, there were many factors that played a role into why I got the way that I did. Lack of water. I was probably dehydrated. It was hot. But this is the part that frustrates me. It was hot, but I have been, like, in hotter climates. You know, like, yes, Jamaica's hot, but we're also in October. And it's not to say that it doesn't get hot in Jamaica in October, because, yes, it was hot. But we were in the mountains under many trees. There was a smi- there was a slight breeze. And guys, I live in fucking Florida, okay? I live in like in the devil's asshole. Like it is fucking it gets humid and hot in Orlando, okay? And I'll tell you one thing in Jamaica, it wasn't that humid. Like the air was breathable, we were amongst the trees. Like yes, it was hot, but it wasn't the kind of heat that I couldn't handle because I've definitely handled hotter you know, I could say that in Dominican Republic, when I went to La Romana, yo, I remember the weather was like at 98 degrees. Like it was fucking hot. And I was taking shots of Mama Juana. I was drinking Presidentes. I was fucking, I was under that sun, living it up. Like, and your girl didn't catch a heat exhaustion. Same thing in Miami. Same thing when I go to Puerto Rico. Same thing when I've gone to other places. Bro, I've been on cruise. Like, what happened to me was strange because, yes, I was a little hungover, but I also ate. Did I drink enough water? Obviously not. So, yes, we'll blame it on the water. I didn't drink enough water. But this is the thing, too. When I was on that horse, those first symptoms I felt, that felt familiar. Like I've had heat exhaustion before. And what I was feeling in the beginning, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm getting heat exhaustion. Like I know what this feels like. But what happened to my hands where I couldn't even open them and I couldn't even hold a cup of water? That shit was scary because that I've never that's never happened to me before. And of course, I started Googling shit and I was like, did I have a heat stroke? But, you know, although things like this happen to people differently. My symptoms didn't technically align with what could have been a heat stroke because I didn't pass out. I didn't throw up. I didn't like have like the shakes or anything. Like I did feel dizzy, but I wasn't nauseous, you know, like I just felt really hot and like cold sweat and clammy and I couldn't see like my senses were disturbed. They were compromised. And I couldn't even move my fucking hands. Like, oh my God, I can't even think about it too much because that shit was scary. And, you know, even though I got better, we missed out on horseback riding. We did we did get to do the ATVs. But to be honest, like even doing the ATVs, like I was like nervous the whole time because I was afraid of what ha- like what happened to me not even 30 minutes prior was going to happen to me again. And, you know... We went to like this, like we went to Rick's Cafe, which is like this really lit bar that had like a DJ and a cliff to like jump off of a pool. It was, you know, everybody was there. It was so much dancing and drinking. And it just sucked because like because of what had happened to me, I think it had put my body in such a shock that like 
I had this overbearing migraine that wouldn't go away. I didn't feel like myself. I was still shaken up by what had happened. And I didn't want to be dramatic because everyone was having a good time. You know, we were part of this excursion. But honestly, like, all I wanted to do was go back to the hotel. Like, I just wanted to go back to the hotel and just go to go to bed. Like, I just wanted to take a cold shower and just sleep because I just felt so, like, not like myself. Like, to not have control over your body like that, like, it does something to your head. Like, it just does something to you. And the very next day, like, I really tried to have a read, like a redo, but I just didn't feel like myself still. Like, I still felt really, and, and when I say shaken up, it wasn't like I was still shaken up about what, I mean, yes, I was, but my body still didn't feel at 100%. Like, I didn't want to drink. Like, every time I ate something, I, like, was running to the bathroom my head was still felt like heavy from the night before because of how aggressive that migraine was. Um, I still took my medication because I had, to, you know, I always take it with me. I still took it, felt like it barely did anything. Um, every time I tried to sleep, I couldn't. The weather was beautiful in Jamaica, but it was still like raining around the mountains. So I think the air pressure was very thick. And because I have arthritis on my neck, I feel like my arthritis was like inflamed the entire time I was out there. So my neck kept hurting, my shoulders kept hurting. And it just, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm in Jamaica on my birthday for my birthday week. Okay. I'm staying at this beautiful, luxurious resort where you know, I have all these amenities, I have a gorgeous room, all this great food around me, all this alcohol that I can drink, I have a pool, I have a spa, I have, and it's just, I couldn't enjoy any of it. I, I couldn't enjoy any of it. And that was so disappointing because, and I felt so guilty because I just wanted to snap out of it. I wanted to snap out of it and just consume it all and just be happy and just be in the moment and be present and just be myself and feel healthy but I just couldn't it was like my body just couldn't do it I couldn't do it and finally the next day so what so what would have been our final full day in Jamaica I start I started to finally feel like myself I woke up feeling a little bit better you know we had breakfast I had coffee I was in a better mood um, we had another excursion to do. So we did Dunn's Rivers. Um, part of the excursion was that we were on a catamaran where they had like food and alcohol and music. So we danced and I definitely started to feel better that day. I was still a little bit on edge because I was afraid of like having another episode. Luckily, I didn't. But, you know, it was one of those things where like I was just like, no, Nicole, like you're fine. Like I just wanted to like get better and I did feel better but like that little part of me still was like be careful just be careful just be careful you know and you know the the day ended and we went back to the hotel and we had dinner and we called it a night and we went to the room early and ordered room service but I ended up falling asleep early and then it was our last day the next day and you know we went to the beach we went to the pool we still drank we had breakfast we walked around the resort took some final pictures came back to the room took a shower packed we didn't have to check out until like 12 o'clock which and we woke up super early because we went to bed early so we were still able to enjoy everything to the very last minute which I'm grateful we were able to but 
man, we were tempted to extend for just one more day just so that I can have just one more good day. Because out of the five days I had, I had two really bad days. And that just made me feel really guilty, you know, because it's like, fuck, like five days in this beautiful resort. And out of those five days, I had two miserable days. Like that's not supposed to happen when you're on vacation, you know. But I guess it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. And those are the parts of the vacations that people don't talk about, right? Because all you see are pretty pictures and funny Instagram stories and, you know, and little did anyone knew or know that two days I was not myself. And I went through a health scare and it fucked me up for like two full days and it really, really sucked. But I'm not going to dwell on it. Okay, it's not my fault that it happened to me. Things happen on vacation and it and it still kind of makes me feel bad and it makes me want to do another vacation <laughs> to make up for it, you know. But it's okay. At the end of the day, I'm still healthy. We did our COVID test, they came back negative. I'm feeling way better. I'm fine. You know, I'm drinking water, eating food, drinking coffee, making the podcast, you know. And I'm still grateful for all of the experiences I had on the island. I know that I will definitely come back to Jamaica, obviously. I'll just have to take better precautions the next time I visit. But other than that, it was a great trip. Other than that, honestly. Take away what happened to me on the mountain. Everything else was amazing. The food was great. The hospitality was great. The music was awesome. I danced everywhere I went. And I love my outfits. I'm not even going to lie. I felt fat. In almost every picture I took, but at the but you know after a while I was like you know what fuck this yo like I'm out here I'm having fun I you know this is my birthday and that's the bottom line you know but other than that it was a good trip but I'm excited I'm excited for the for you know the rest of my twenties the last year of my twenties you know there's so many other places I'm gonna visit you know sometimes with trips it's not always gonna be rainbows and butterflies. And that's just the truth of it. You know, what people see on social media is a beautiful, great trip. But things happen on trips that sometimes people don't discuss. And that's why I'm here on the podcast to tell you what really went down. But there's going to be other trips to do and to take. And I'm just excited for the future. But that was my trip to Montego, Montego Bay, Mo Bay, Yaman, Iriman. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. I will totally go back. But yeah, my friends, that was my trip. Go on my Instagram, go check a look, take a look at my um, Jamaica highlights so that you can see the tour of my room, uh, my funny little moments with drinking alcohol because your girl can't take shots for shit and the cute little outfits I wore. I mean, whatever. Just take a look. Give me a follow. Give me a thumbs up, if you will. Uh, but that's that's pretty much it, my friends. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you enjoy my little travel diaries when I discuss my trips. It's my favorite thing to talk about when I come back from one. You know, sometimes it's hard to tell everybody the whole story in such a small amount of time, you know, like especially at work or if I'm talking to someone in passing. How was your trip? You know, I have like three seconds to tell you how it went down, you know. But on the podcast, you have maybe 35 minutes. I don't know how long this is going to be, but we'll see. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. You're the best. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Five stars, please. And thank you. If you don't want to give me a five stars and you want to give me a three stars, hold it. 
Don't you dare fucking do it. Hit me through a DM and give me some constructive criticism. If not, keep your fingers to yourself. But if you want to leave me a five-star review, honey, you go ahead and you go ahead and do that. I love you. Take care. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.